Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. We're your home for Wildcats, Bulldogs, Warriors, and Coyotes. The place to go for the latest sports news on all your favorite local sports teams. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite snack or beverage, and enjoy. Now here's your host for your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk, Luke Olson, John Gudat, and Eric Sorensen. Well, welcome back, KDS Valley Sports Talk fans. Another episode, episode 12. I didn't even think of a someone that we got for a number for episode 12. Is that Tom Brady's number? Tom Brady's number. It's number 12. Number 12. I don't understand all the Tom Brady haters out there. I'm, he's a good player. The guy, can, the guy can play. He has a few things that go in his hand. He's, he's got a few rings. Right? He's got a few rings. Um, well, I, Episode 12. Uh we are on the, we got the live video going right now. Uh, you'll have to excuse the video camera. We have two different cameras going because some battery problems on my part. I didn't get things charged good enough, apparently. So, uh, that and you'll have to bear with us. We're fighters today. We're going to, we're going to battle through this episode. That's right. Luke is sick. <laughs> we're going to, John and I are going to do everything we can not to get sick. So, Luke is sick. We have no batteries. I'm a little raspy. I'm yep. feeling a little bloated and everything. Not feeling pretty. Right. But I'm ready to roll. We're here and we battled through. Uh, we have a fun <laughs> week episodes for you. Uh, you'll be able to see on the interview today that we did with uh, Bob Bird. He's an offensive lineman for the Cougs back in uh, about the same playing days as Alex Brink last yep. week's uh, guest. And uh, it was, it's going to be a fun episode. I'm excited about so. it. We have so. this episode releasing today on uh, Wednesday, I believe it is. Wednesday the 4th. I'm kind of in winter farmer mode, so I'm losing track of days. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's been pretty uh, rough around here. Um, then tomorrow, opening day of the PRCA, we're going to release... Uh, official PRCA um, NFR broadcast. NFR broadcast. I'm Podcast. not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin the, the surprise of the names. I want people to be wanting more. But we got big names. We got three big names. We got big. three big names like, who are gonna be here. Big. If it was football, we Tom be Brady, Tom Brady, Russell wow. Wilson. I can't think of a third great person. Gardner, Joe Montana, Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. If it was basketball, it would be uh, LeBron, right? Michael. Jordan, MJ, Gary Payton. If it was hockey, it'd be uh, Sidney Crosby, Gretzky, Gretzky, and another great that I don't know who it is yet. Yager, the maybe. future Hall of Famer of the first Seattle NHL guy. We'll go with that. Uh, baseball, we got the Lou Gehrig, the Babe Ruth, and the uh, Mickey Mantle. That's who we got on our NFR podcast. NFR podcast, <laughs> pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, we'll let, we'll have more of that. Uh, then, but now let's talk. I mean, what a, I guess kind of a slow weekend for sports, unfortunate episode or unfortunate, uh, showing on Friday for Coog fans. It's okay. It was okay. Uh, it's still bowl eligible. We're bowl eligible. We could go bowling looking like the Vegas bowl rumors are, uh, unfortunately, I mean, I mean yeah, it's frustrating because we've seen the same game for the last seven years. Now it just <coughs> turned out yep. after that first drive, I thought we got this, we had fun. Uh, my wife and I got to tailgate, and we got to have a day, you know, away from the kiddo, which we love our yep. kiddo, but it's nice to get away. It's yep. good for your marriage. I understand. Uh, yes, um, I get it. It was a lot of fun, but you know what? If we're going to talk about the Alpha Cup or or past football games, we got to talk about Monday Night Football, and hey. one of us was there. Who was that? This oh, guy yeah. right Luke there. Olson was there, mm-hmm. um, and in one, a pretty cool spot. Yeah, professional football is cool, but yeah. covering it on Monday Night Football. What was that like? Oh, it was really fun. Yeah, I got to was able to pick up a strainer job for the St. Paul Pioneer Press, help out the Vikings B writer, and 
uh, yeah, just did a couple sidebars for their paper and it was really back and forth. Well, not back and forth. Right. Yeah, in a way. It was. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was it was really exciting and I'm just glad the Seahawks won. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I got to imagine the clink was rocking. Yeah. It was loud it was. on TV. So, yeah, it is. I think it's a little soundproof in the press box, but you can really, you can hear it. I mean, when the offense is out there, it's just like, it was warmer in the press box too, right? Yeah. Free soundproof, food. warmer. It was awesome. Good food, probably. Free, yeah. Free food. <laughs> you know, uh, I've uh, taken in a couple of uh, Seahawks games myself, and I enjoy the Seahawks, but there are some incredibly rabid, crazy, my whole life is wrapped around the Seahawks kind of people, which is fine. Right. I'm not knocking it. I just, uh, the the first time I went to Seahawks game in the clink, at least, mm-hmm. um, was, uh, I wouldn't say intimidating, but I was not prepared for you know, 68,000 screaming fans, and and uh, neither was my wife. The second time we went, which <coughs> was against Minnesota just like this past week, uh, we were a little bit more prepared for it, and uh, just in- incredible. Um, and, of course, they're winning, and number two seed in the NFC so far, number one in the West, Yay. NFC West. Well, so right. uh, This game kind of scares me on Sunday night, though, a little bit, going down to L.A. A letdown game, fine, maybe? Or? Maybe. Is that a Sunday night? Game? Sunday, I think it's five thirty start. Wow, I believe. I don't know. Hey, Russell Wilson did great things, and the fact that he uh, clinched a playoff spot in my fantasy team. So thanks a lot, Russell. Yeah. Um, we can't go on without mentioning our great sponsor. We have Fitters Furniture. Ah, man, what can we say about Fitters? If you go there right now, if you find a Nutcracker in the store, somewhere hidden, fun, fun little place, <laughs> like a Fitters version of Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? You will, they give away a winer's gift certificate if you just find finding the nutcracker. Find the nutcracker. Yep. Right. The other thing, uh, this week only, they're having a flex seal power up sale. All power reclining flex seal, flex seal furniture is 15% off. I bet you there's a nutcracker by this one of those uh, reclining chairs. So if you want some coffee and a good deal on a recliner, get your butt down to fitter. That's right. Fourth and Main right now. Uh, but no, and then other thing is they can deliver anywhere in the state. So, you know, if we get people listening from wherever, our guest is from Cheney, California, and he he's from California. Went to Pullman. He lives in Cheney. If you're listening from there, Fitterers delivers to you. So let's right. check him out. <coughs> um, the other thing, uh, we had a winner. We put on Facebook a winner of the you guess the score of the Apple Cup. And Dan, I apologize. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher your last name. I apologize first off, but you get two free basketball tickets to this Thursday's game. Um, so the score was Huskies 31-13. What was Dan's uh, guess? His was 30 to 17. That's pretty close. Pretty darn close. Two tickets are waiting for you at Will Call under your name, and hopefully you get there Thursday night to watch a Wildcat victory over uh, SPU. And thank you, everybody, for playing. I, I hopefully we get more of that kind of stuff. And and uh, we got a lot of responses, and I was I was mm-hmm. thrilled with that. Yeah. And that's, you know, the goal of the podcast is, one, talk about local sports, but really try to make it a, a conversation, a dialogue, whether that's in social media uh, your favorite social media app, or or whether that's just with the guests that are coming on the show, <laughs> mm-hmm. be loud and be vocal. Whether that's on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, we're going to listen to you. And Absolutely, Dan benefits from it. Absolutely, there no, we love, we would love to hear from more of you guys and and hit us up on everything. Well, should we roll into the? Into I think thing? so. I'm, uh, yeah, we're surviving. 
we're surviving. Luke had to leave a little bit during it. Yeah. <laughs> but we got some good video footage of him in and out. It was That's pretty, right. it was pretty classic. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll get a sponsor from like a vitamin C company, cough drop company. Hey, let's go. Well, I guess we got to bring up the other sponsor. Did we ever talk about McGregor company? We did on the other podcast that we're releasing Thursday morning. That's right. For Pro audio, but we have another sponsor sponsoring the fitters, our main sponsor, but we got a McGregor company sponsoring the rodeo segment. We're going to start doing once a month. We did one already, I believe. And, uh, it's, I'm, I'm excited to have someone, another local company that's wanting to, you know, we, we do some business with them through the farm and, and it's good stuff. And they're always on the cutting edge of technology. And thank you for believing in us, man. And, and let's get this thing rolling and we'll have another episode of Thursday morning. So when you wake up Thursday morning, this will be posted and you can get some great interviews and get yourself jacked up for the first performance. That That's night. right. So without further ado, let's roll into our interview. Always good to talk to a Coug, at least for us. And Bob Bird, coach at Cheney High School and the ex-offensive lineman for the the Washington State Cougs. Well, welcome back, Kidass Valley Sports Talk fans. Uh, here is your guest segment of the week brought to you by Fitters Furniture. We're joined by guest Bob Bird, lineman, WSU Cougars. Welcome to the podcast today, Bob. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I guess the first question we want to ask you is uh, from your profile, it looked like you grew up in California, but why did you choose WSU? Ah, uh. The, uh, the age-old question. So, yeah, growing up, um, my dad was in the Marine Corps, so we, we moved around like clockwork, but kind of settled in Southern California there. Um, and to be honest with you, I wanted to get, get the heck out of Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, got offers from SC, UCLA, and everybody thought I was crazy. Um, once I, I kind of made a road trip to the Pacific Northwest, did um, U of O, UW and, and uh, WSU and just fell in love with the Palouse from the get-go. Um, the people, uh, just the kind of the slower pace of life, um, it, it just something about it uh, I was drawn to. You know, un- unlike Seattle or or Eugene, it, that kind of just were, I don't know, they're nice nice enough places to visit, but but the Palouse just draws you in and then kind of feeling that cougar culture um just instantaneously you know there's there's something special about it um so that's that's kind of what really drew me into uh into my home away from home pullman washington hey bob this is this is john and and i i totally agree with you um the palouse truly is god's country beautiful Uh, it's just incredibly relaxing to drive through and and then pullman is a great town but at the same time you you know literally traveling all over the United States, at least to, to follow your dad. Thanks for his service as well. And, uh, but where is, so, and you lived in Southern California and you embraced the Palouse, but at the same time, was it a little bit of a culture shock that you had to get used to? Um, well, I think, uh, what helped me out, uh, I, w- I wouldn't even say a culture shock too much. Um, kind of knowing people from different backgrounds definitely helped helped me out, um, growing up and, and being exposed to, you know, guys from the country that my dad knew in the Marine Corps, um, a little bit of that, but what definitely helped me out is getting, getting in, um, with a group of friends and not just football guys. Um, cause there's a great, uh, great set of kind of Washington football guys that, that I befriended right away. And of course there's a bunch of California guys there too. Um, but, uh, kind of, Kind of even uh, 
meeting meeting a group of a uh, group of guys from Colfax, Washington, that kind of really gave you a home away from home, um, and and just doing kind of being ingrained in that that culture of uh, you know going out pheasant hunting or things like that that really um, really attached you to the land. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is is getting to really know people from the area. Uh, as opposed to just just kind of isolating yourself with the football guys themselves, um, which I know sometimes guys can do, but the 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 more people you get to know, the the um, kind of the, the greater depth you get to really a- appreciate the uh, the Palouse itself. Absolutely. Well, you must have loved it because you <laughs> stuck around, and I believe you're in Cheney, correct? Yep, I'm just just up the road uh, from Pullman, and uh, yeah, I met my wife who's from a really small town uh waterville washington we, we oh, met uh the shockers there at wsu our senior year and um yeah i, I didn't want to leave um so you know making a game is is only a quick quick jaunt south hour and a half if that um i still have friends in the area uh yeah there there's there's uh there's a reason why I stuck around and, and, you know, want to raise my family here. And, um, it is Eastern Washington is God's country. Absolutely. And greatly appreciate it. Um, so, you know, leading up to this week, last week's apple cup, I was, you know, just Googling <laughs> all the cougar highlights. And I believe there was a, one of the main highlights of the apple cup is a UW stadium. I believe in 07, I believe you're the starting left tackle or left guard when Alex left Brink, guard, yeah. good buddy, buddy of yours, there was a deep pass to the now wide receiver coach at our central Washington university, uh, Brandon Gibson, I believe. But how cool is yeah. that? I mean, that, that, to be a part of one of the big highlights in Cougar history. Oh, that one was, that one was fun. And especially for an offensive lineman, they made it easy on us. It was a, it was an easy um, play action pass where um, there's a couple pictures where I'm kind of in front of Alex, not doing a darn thing because uh, <laughs> the rest of my old line buddies faked the run so well. So I didn't have anybody to hit on that one, but, um, but yeah, a couple play actions in a row and uh, we get Bumpus down the middle, gets his good field position. And then uh, right down the, right down the middle uh, back to, to be Gibb. Um, that one was, was pretty awesome. That's um, pretty cool. th- there's nothing like beating the, beating the Huskies at their own place. Um, I've had the great fortune to do that twice. So um, those those two hold true. Uh, the other one in 05 with Trenton Harvey down the sideline on a quick screen. Yes. Um, those two, those two are very special to me. Um, <laughs> being there with your buddies, kind of having a lot of a lot of people in purple upset at you, <laughs> and then uh, and then being able to enjoy that night uh, in Seattle and. Um, and not a lot of people are happy with you, but they've got nothing else to but respect to give you for for winning the game. So I, I got another question about that. You know, in uh, previous podcasts, we've talked about we kind of have a, a would you rather question, and one of them was, would you rather be your arch rival, you know, at home in Martin Stadium, or would you rather be your arch rival at at Husky Stadium? I think you've already uh, answered that, but what what gives you? Uh, better um what what gives you a bigger smile beating the huskies in seattle or, or pullman if you had a uh, choice if if i had to choose that that is it that's a tough one um because a, a husky a win over the huskies is good anywhere right but uh but yeah i i think there um 
they're, they're now playing playing at Martin Stadium in front of Cougar Faithful. There's that special as well, but uh, but at their place, um, you know, with, with with all the dog fans, kind of just feeding off that that energy of of you know the majority of the people in that building not rooting rooting against you. Um, I think more so kind of to rub it in their face. Um, that uh, I think that that might top uh, a Martin Stadium um, Apple Cup win. I understand that definitely. That's got to be awesome. But yeah, either way, a, a win against the Huskies it doesn't matter where it's at. It's fun. Absolutely. So what you know? What's one of your favorite memories of the Coug? I mean, you were there all four years, I believe. And and what's some, just one of the fun or a couple of stories that are just uh, that made your Coug experience that much better? I mean, I I think really uh, being a, a the, the handful that stand out. Obviously, the the uh, the Apple Cup wins. You know, at my years there, I won three out of four. Um, because I was uh, with Alex Brink and, and, and that, that crew. Um, but I think uh, being that California kid, uh, for some reason, we always went down to UCLA in the Rose Bowl. Um, not the Rose Bowl, but, you know, playing at the Rose right. Bowl. Um, for some reason, every time we played UCLA, um, we would just have a fantastic outing. Um, now, it, it doesn't help or it, it doesn't hurt having, a, you know, Jerome Harrison as your running back. Right. But, um, <laughs> but for some reason we would, uh, the offensive line, um, uh, we would almost peak, uh, in, in UCLA, we, you know, we, we'd always have, um, hundred plus 200 plus, uh, rush games there. Um, and we just year in and year out, whenever we played them away, it seemed like we had their number, um, in, in Pasadena. Um, and then, be, you know, being a Southern California kid and being being able to just up front and dominate um, UCLA, that that was always – those were always good times. Um, and I think really uh, kind of – I'm living it. Um, my biggest memories are, are, are the people that I'm still in contact with, uh, you know, from the Pullman and Colfax area um, to be able to – to kind of share life with, with the, the crew of people that I've, I've met down there. Um, on top of all of my, my football buddies, kind of the, the salt of the people, earth, salt of the earth people, um, that, that you get to know down there in Pullman, um, and then create those lifelong friendships. Uh, I mean, you, you can't trade that for anything. As a coach, um, you know, you're, you're a former player. I'm sure you're still in playoff shape there, coach. But as a, as a former player, um, do, you, do you look back on, you know, certain position coaches telling you certain things or, or head coaches telling you certain things that you're finding yourself telling your, your team now? Oh, geez. Um, there, there's not a week that goes by where I can't bring up a, a Coach, coach Yarno story. Um, where just kind of the, the life lessons that, uh, um, and, and Coach Arno was my offensive line coach my entire time there uh, under Coach Doba. Um, oh, yeah. No, I, th- there's definitely times, and my wife can even tell you Coach Arno stories because um, uh, he, he had his, his definite Yarnoisms. Now, the one thing I've had to do over the years is make them a little more PG for the uh, high school <laughs> setting. But, uh, 
but no, they, they, they still come out and, um, I even have some coach Doba isms out there a little bit, but, uh, but a lot of guys on that, on, on that, uh, on coach Doba staff, um, you know, coach Walker, coach Aki, of course, being a great, um, uh, kind of electric figure there on the sidelines. Um, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of the, the things you've heard over and over, even the, the little, the little, uh, just nuggets of truth that you've, you've walked away and you kind of, you, you start coaching yourself and you're like, Whoa, I'm, I'm saying the same things that these guys were telling me back then. So yeah, no, there, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of those with, uh, from coach Arno and, and, and even coach Aki, um, kind of being that I'm doing more O-line D-line stuff, um, and, and being a head coach, but, uh, it was always fun. Uh, it's something that you do. Um, you kind of, and it's a, it's a game. It's, um, as, as like, say I'm a D line coach and and I've got a buddy of mine who's the O line coach. We kind of, um, you know, make it seem like to, to the kids that we're upset at each other. And, um, and it, and really brings out the best of competition out in the kids. Um, but at the end of the day, the kids know that we as coaches love each other and, and, and we love them as players, but, Coach Arno and Coach Aki would do this to us. Um, and it wasn't until like later on in my career that I realized what they were doing. But um, they would kind of, they'd feed off of each other. And, and we thought, oh my goodness, these guys hate each other. And it would get, it would get the O-line and the D-line just to battle, just to battle it out. Oh, I got to do this for my coach. And, and we would, you know, we would just get after each other. And, you know, by the time I'm a, a senior, I realized those two guys are like best of friends. Uh, and it's just like, they had, you know, they were playing us the whole time, but, um, so tr- try to do stuff like that. And, uh, as much as you can in the high school setting, uh, but, uh, you know, trying to motivate kids and, 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 um, uh, you know, have use football as that, that medium is, um, to teach life, teach life lessons. Um, it's, I, I feel pretty, pretty fortunate to to be in the position that i am and um in a in a great school district like cheney high or cheney school district but um couldn't have done it without being a coob though i tell you that much it's bringing me back to some memories of i can't remember it was future coog day i was in the corner end zone watching pregame warm-ups and coach achy and that guy was intense that was a lot of fun watching him coach oh yeah hi baba yeah (laughs) oh yeah he would and it's always uh, for some reason, like uh, when Coach Coach Green or the DB's coach and, and Coach Aki, when they're, you know, when when they're not your position group, for some reason they seem really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, and not to say Coach Arno wasn't nice to us, he was, but uh, but it, you know, it was like, oh yeah, I, I know the D line coach, he's cool, he's cool, because they they never really chewed your butt, unlike your position coach had to all right. the time. But uh, but yeah, those. Um, what a cast we had, um, just a great, great set of coaches and, um, and definite, definitely using a lot of the stuff that I learned, uh, in Martin and and old Rogers practice field to, to fuel, fuel what I do today. I got one more question for you. And I kind of think he was there around the time you were, he finished his career at central was a lineman by the name of Andy Roof. And he would tell stories about being at USC 
And I can't remember what the sign said as you walked on, but it had something to do with the bell. And on third down, they would ring this bell and the ground literally shake. Is that is that pretty true to stay to say? Uh the bell. I don't know if I remember the bell. Okay. I do remember their annoying fight song that oh. they played over, over and, and over and over. And over. Uh <laughs> absolutely hate that song. Uh yeah, that yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then we even one time, um, we never had great luck against them um, down there in, in, in the Coliseum. But I think uh, I forget who who turned around and said, "Geez, you guys know any other song?" And <laughs> one of the band guys turned looked at us and said, "Well, maybe if you scored, we'd play something different." Oh and no! It was like, "Oh, touche." Yeah. Oh, okay, good man. for you, man, band guy. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that uh, we yeah we never had a great luck at the Coliseum. Yeah. Um, the bell. I'm trying to think. Um, no, what what rings in my head is is really the uh, that that silly fight song yeah. of theirs that they or that that chime that they just over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, we we couldn't score on them much then. So maybe if we would, if they would have changed up their tune. Coach Eric said, you know, he's got one more question for you. And then he asked it. I got one more question for you. You can't choose, you can't choose Martin Stadium or Husky Stadium. Was there a stadium that, uh, or an atmosphere maybe that you really enjoyed uh, playing in or, or a team you really enjoyed playing against? Maybe it was a UCLA or, or an SC just because that was home for you. Uh, what was Yeah, the- I, I think UCLA is it. Um, you know, Crimson and Gray going against the, the powdered blue and gold. Um, and we were always fortunate to, to have, uh, to have really good games on the ground against them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, once again, having Jerome Harrison makes right. your, your life so easy as an offensive lineman. Um, I just, time and time again, I remember seeing number one ahead of me, um, after barely, you know, getting a chip on a guy or whatever <laughs> it is and him going off for over a hundred yards, uh, multiple times, um, Definitely, definitely UCLA. Um, try to think of, you know, a lot of people always talk about Odson uh, being real loud and, and crazy. I, it, it was never it, definitely nice stadium, but um, but but nothing, nothing, uh, nothing crazy. I will tell you, uh, playing down at ASU, um, for some reason we always played them either on homecoming or some other special day. And, and we never had luck against them on their turf. And I wish, I wish I could get back and, uh, and get one on those guys uh, at, at their home place. I get it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Well, coach, we won't take any more of your time. We know you're busy molding young minds there at Cheney and we truly appreciate you joining us today and talking about your Cougar uh, well, all the great things about being a Coogan and, and good luck next fall with uh, your football team. No, thank you guys. Thanks so much for having me. Um, it's always great to talk about uh, good Cougar memories. Um, awesome. Appreciate what you guys do. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Thanks, Go Cougs. Go Cougs. All right. Go Cougs. All right, Valley Sports Talk fans, we're back. I think it's safe to say it's always fun to talk to someone, whether you're a Cougar Husky that has played at that level. Um, has the experiences of playing in the Rose Bowl Stadium, playing against USC, playing against UW, playing in Martin Stadium. That's right. How much fun was that for you guys? 
I like talking to, uh, I don't want to say ex-athletes, but uh, and former athletes is maybe not the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. Athletes who are currently not playing, right. shall we say. Um, clearly, he had great things to say about the Palouse, great things to say yeah. about Pullman and Wazoo. And, um, and it, he mentioned it, talking about keeping in touch with guys from like Pullman and Colfax and guys, you know, Lee, but Pullman uh, and the Palouse is always going to be home at some level. And right. that's, that's the biggest thing I took <coughs> from that. The biggest thing that hit for me was hearing him talk about that. He was talking about what's, you know, your Cougar highlights. And his comment was, I'm living it now. Getting yep. the fact that the people he knows, I mean, I relate to that in the way of uh, if I wouldn't have played sports, I wouldn't be sitting here with you two right now. Right. I wouldn't have gone to the Apple Cup with one of my buddies. And, and you know, my groomsmen and my wedding were guys I went through battle with on the field. And it's much more, I mean, our teams at Central weren't always that great, but we had close-knit relationships with the guys that we battled through. And the things you do later in life and growing up with your friends and going to their weddings and watching kids get born. And I think that's, it's bigger than sports. If as much as people want to get wrapped up in that kind of stuff. Right. And I thought that was cool to hear a dude say that. Exactly. A guy that's played at the very high level. Yep. Yep. Uh, That was awesome. How about we talk about some scores? That's right. That's got, we got some more scores. We kind of got through our lull of the, you know, between winter and fall sports and, some basketball games got played there night. Uh, Cleon boys basketball lost to Pateras 54 to 51. Uh, they host Chelan tomorrow, according to Max preps. Yeah. But the girls beat Pateras. Grace Terrell, 24 points. Hallie Hink, eight points. <coughs> Good night for the Warriors the girls. They, they also host Chelan at home tomorrow. I'm, I have high hopes for, for both teams. I know uh, the boys uh, warrior team has kind of taken some lumps. Um, but, uh, and I know that they, Lost to Pateros, but 54-51, so they were, you know, within a possession of of getting that W. So hopefully um, Coach Terrell there, um, Grace Terrell's dad, actually, Coach mm-hmm. Terrell, uh, can uh, turn the – right the ship this year. And, and uh, so good luck to Cleelum uh, this year. All right. Well, we got a, a great matchup that happened in uh, the Lower Valley. I believe it was down in Zilla. Uh, Allensburg went and played 1A Zilla, and it's pretty safe to say the highlights I saw on Twitter from the Zilla faithful – Zilla is going to be what might be bringing that gold ball home for the one A's and Ellensburg. The girls went and they won. Um, they beat Zilla 57 to 41, but the boys lost 58 to 45. And I was seeing balls getting laid off the backboard and the dude coming from behind him with man, her massive yeah. throwdown. And um, what do we got to say about it? Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, it sucks for Ellensburg the loss, but I mean, to see high school kids be able to do that, that was pretty insane. Yeah, they uh, and they have Mason Landek now, right? Old kid ass uh, kid. So yeah, they're they're gonna be pretty good again. Um, Ellensburg is kind of Ellensburg boys. At least are kind of you know they lost a lot of guys, including Steele. So they're kind of trying to figure out their identity right now. Right. I got one more point to make. Not relevant to any sports. Did you guys used to watch the show Friends? The show what? Friends. You know yep. Ross Rachel. You remember the episode when Phoebe was really sick. And her singing career was just amazing because she had that deep, brassy, sick voice. Yes. Luke has the ultimate radio voice because of his cold. <laughs> oh I wasn't sure where, <laughs> I wasn't sure where you're going with it. We're, we're talking got, about Zilla and Ellensburg, and then boom, we're talking friends. about Phoebe. Phoebe. And a and a and a raspy voice. So, so. we're gonna save that bottle so he can get sick again <laughs> when he needs his radio. We'll have to record some average for him here soon. So you just compared <laughs> Luke to a sitcom ladies voice. I just want to reiterate that. So um <laughs> I mean it with love, Luke. Yeah, right here. Right. I will make a point here, and I'm going to um, I'm going to steal this point from Luke in that um, 
I think the Ellensburg girls are going to be one good. of the one of the best yeah. teams in the CWAC, if not the best, and probably one of the best teams in the valley. <laughs> and they sorry, <laughs> they didn't even have a, a little bit. <laughs> um, Brindley Hagemeyer was one of their top scorers last year. She's a senior this year, and uh, she didn't even she's got a knee issue, and she didn't even play that first game. And, wow. And Zill, yeah, I mean that's so they're gonna be even better when she returns. But yeah, well, let's move. Uh, I guess northeast from Zilla. We were all three of us were there last night. Yep, uh, Kittitas High School. I got there in time to see the end of the girls' game. I was watching the back number ceremony, and I got lost track of time for the NFR. But pretty awesome to come in and see the girls winning. They beat Riverside Christian uh, thirty-four to thirty-two. A fun day for the Coyote girls basketball. I think that program's starting to get rolling a little bit. Yeah, the thing that I noticed, uh, or the one of the takeaways that I that I had is, Kittitas never ran away with the lead, um, but they they always kept them at bay. You know, mm-hmm. they they kept the, at least a uh, you know two to three point cushion um, at times, four to five points, and and uh, um, you know years past that would probably go the other way. Um, so I was really happy to. Start off with the win. Um, we weren't full strength as, as well. Um, you talk about uh, Ellensburg knee problems. Um, I know Kelby Tossinson was she's dealing with uh, with a knee issue, mm-hmm. and and uh, of course that that scattering report comes <laughs> from my freshman daughter Delaney. Right. So which uh, she it. brought me a ticket. Uh, I was pretty jacked. My first ticket I got to shoot half court shot for the half court shot. My number didn't get drawn, but I was prepared. I, I was stretching out. Rain. I was <laughs> I was ready to roll. Um, yeah. I even had my, uh, <coughs> I even had my you know, my celebratory you know stance and blowing kisses out into the crowd. I had yeah. that ready, but was, my number was not called. Dang it. Well, we moved on to the boys' game that night. Uh, it wasn't the outcome that we wanted. Um, you know, it's it's pretty safe to say Kittitas graduated a lot last year. You know, they graduated the number one sto- or scorer in the state of Washington, Brock Rivet. Uh, the majority of their starting lineups gone with the uh, Martin Ariola, Caleb Harris, and Bailey Gibson, and and you know what? From a fan's perspective, and that it didn't start well, but I saw improvement from the tip off to the fourth quarter, and I think Kittitas. I hope people don't count them out for the fact that I know for a fact that they're going to get this thing rolling, and if the kids truly buy into what Coach Weeks is is preaching out there, and they right. become one big unit, they're going to make a run at this thing again. We had a couple of guys out, you know. You saw mm-hmm. Malik Catlin sitting on the bench right. with a, with a knee brace. I'm not sure if that's going to be short term or long term. Um, sure, yeah. You know, I know uh, uh, Cody Van Dorn <laughs> was out as well. Uh, you know, dealing with some some uh, knee issues as well. But uh, um, you know, I, I, I applaud. Uh, you know, you knew Justin Hudson would um, be rolling. I think how many points did he get? About thirty ish or thirty three. Thirty three. He's obviously going to be a workhorse, but I got to tip my hat to Connor Coles. Oh, the freshman. You see that? Yeah, freshman. Lighten it up. Hey, I've known Connor since uh, Delaney was in uh, yeah. kindergarten. So it's really cool to you know yeah. see him. I think he got two <coughs> trifectas, as I like right. to call them, in the first quarter. And I think he finished with he eight, eight points. Yeah. So eight points um, first start started. started. Yeah. started yeah. So there were there were some good um, good things that I, I saw. And I, I agree with you. Don't count them out. Yeah. No, I'm excited for this. Watch this season it progresses. They uh, they had to Spokane and take on St. George's rematch of last year's state championship game. I think they played them twice in the state title, didn't they? And so twice. they played them beat in them state both. the last two years, mm-hmm. uh, or in the title game, and mm-hmm. then they beat them in the semifinals yeah. uh, in 17. And I heard St. George's graduated a couple guys, but they're still pretty good back. And The girls, uh, from what I understand, they don't play Friday. 
they don't play Friday. They uh, they uh, host Kai B on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So and let's move down. If you uh, are watching the stream, you're seeing this computer up here. I made a nice Excel spreadsheet. Thanks to my wife who taught me how to do this. She's awesome. <laughs> Central Washington. Uh, we were there. I believe John was on his way to Las Vegas. I was on my way to Las Vegas. But Luke and I were there to watch Central beat Corbin University, 82 to 67. Uh, a couple guys really stood out in that game, Luke. Yeah. Uh, the Davon, I can't I don't remember his first name, Bolton, uh, transfer mm-hmm. from. He was lighting uh, it up. <coughs> yeah, he had uh, 18 points at the first half. He had nothing in the second half, but he had a pretty, yeah, pretty solid first half. But uh, it's that's kind of central. You know, it's going to be a different guy on uh, different nights versus the central men. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they have a pretty. Pretty tough matchup with SPU this Thursday, which uh, which I believe our listeners won. Who who won the Apple Cup? Dan. Dan. Um, I'm not even going to try to say your last name, Dan. I apologize. I'm bad at this. <laughs> I, I'm really, I truly am terrible with names. So, well, I look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to see uh, see how good they, you know, how they match up against the top GNAC team. Right. Yeah. I'm excited about this Central team this year. They're they're bigger. They just. You know, last year was a rebuilding year. It was the first year coach finally coach Renta got his first year of a yep. full recruiting class and had some key transfers come in and and I you know it'll be a big truth telling of what's happened in these next two games. But they're shoot, what are they four and one or five and one right now and Host, heading into GNAC play and yeah, hosting SBU yeah, St. Martin's I believe. Fun fact, fun fact. Local kid attests. He's a legend out there. If you see him at the mini mart, he towers over everybody. Elvin Deconing. I yes. coached his grandson, Tyson, SPU basketball alumni. And really? uh, yeah, he's an SPU. He, he doesn't have a lot of good things to say about central basketball, <laughs> but it was a pretty big rivalry at the time. But the good news is we both, we can agree. We both hate Western. There, so, there we go. <laughs> we got that to go on. <coughs> um, the girls team, uh, they, they played a tournament, but I just wrote down one game. It was uh, before the tournament. They just went through. They split. I can't remember where they're at. They beat Seattle U. A D one school in a basketball game. That was freaking awesome. That's a huge win. I'd hope their RPI if they get to the playoff scenario. And I just want them to beat Seattle Pacific. I mm-hmm. want them to beat St. Martin's, and right. you know, I want them to <coughs> live up to that preseason ranking of uh, you know, they're the team to beat in the GNAC this year. Right. And uh, so I think they're three and three on the season, and I just want to go two and zero this week. Absolutely, and if you get there early, you got uh, for the price of one ticket, you get to watch two games. That's right, uh, quality girls basketball program and a quality boys basketball program, and and uh, it's pretty safe to say I, I, there's no name for this rivalry. I consider it a rivalry after all these years, but you know Central beating SPU. Hopefully, it's sudden SPU back over the hill with two losses and great night for the Wildcats. And let's not forget uh, Central volleyball is off to the playoffs tonight. There's tonight. Where are they at? Uh, they're where is it? Cal State, uh, Cal State San Bernardino. So they're number one in the West Region mm-hmm. and they're number one in the nation. Yes. Um, if I remember correctly, it was Cal State Bernard San Bernardino that uh, ended our season uh, last year when Western hosted the West Regional. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything can happen. I'm just thrilled. I think this is the eighth year in a row that they've uh, gone to the national that's tournament. Huge. So that says something uh, about Coach Mario and right. The, the program that he uh, that he's built and and maintained and, mm-hmm. and grown. So, uh, you know, we're recording this on a on a Wednesday. Um, they are playing Thursday the fifth uh, at <laughs> seven thirty. Um, mm-hmm. There will be a live stream of that game, um, so you can uh, go to wildcatsports.com and 
learn about that. Just go Wildcats. Absolutely. Well, that'll wrap up our scoreboard. I got one more thing to mention. Cougar soccer in the Final Four. Yeah, it's uh, pretty impressive. It's and on, Cougar volleyball in the national right, tournament as well. Right. So great fall uh, season. And Cougar soccer, I've been watching that. Yeah. It's really, really cool. If you get a chance, it's on ESPN U on Friday. Yeah. You um, got to get ready. You're, you're, uh, daughter's you're going. going. Young, That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we're, we're waiting for that recruiting letter. She's 12. <laughs> she hasn't gotten it yet, but we're waiting. All right. A couple yeah. more years. That's right. Well, that wraps up our scoreboard brought to you by Fitterer's Furniture. Go see them down on 4th and Main. Go find the Nutcracker and get yourself a Weiniger's gift. Check out that Flex Steel Furniture. Absolutely. 15% off. We'll be right back after our message, (laughs) our holiday message from Fitterer's Furniture. Fitterer's Furniture presents a poem for the season from Mr. Brad Fitterer. Thank you. It was the holiday season all through the store. The staff was real busy with customers and more. There were couches and tables and lamps all around, with savings and prices the best in the town. But the reason I write this is simple, you see, to wish you the best from my staff and from me. Thanking all of their customers. Wait, I'm not done. And wishing all of you the best for the holiday season. I have more. Quality furniture since 1896. Hey, I spent a lot of time writing this. Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg. All right, fans, we're back. The last segment of the episode, episode 12, brought to you by Fitterer's Furniture. We've done a, a Would You Rather episode. A couple times, and uh, I got I heard another one on the radio. It was buy or sell. So we got a couple questions lined up. We'll even post these questions on Facebook, and you guys can have your input of what you want, and uh, we'll go from there. But we'll start this off. Would you rather? You know, we just saw Coach Peterson step down at, from, the from the Huskies at UW, and Jimmy Lake, the D coordinator, is taking over. Every year, the Kook fans go through speculation and where's is Mike Leach going to go? There's rumors he's already interviewed with Arkansas, but then there was saw Arkansas already give the job to someone, and who knows? Right. Would you rather Leach stay or take a job elsewhere? I would rather him stay with success. Then mm-hmm. success to me doesn't necessarily mean a bowl game. Success to me means beating the Huskies and mm-hmm. being competitive in the Pac-12 in the national right uh in the national conversation as well. So, yes, stay as long as the trajectory is correct. Right. <coughs> you go, Eric. Luke, I want to see what you say. Uh I've really been beating myself for, since the Apple Cup just back and forth on this. I say stay because we've been I remember how many years we've watched them be 0 and or 1 and we weren't 0 and 12. That was the Huskies. Uh, they're 1 and 11, win one or two games a year. Uh, you know, it sucks. We lose the Apple Cup in the last seven years, but at least that's only one day of the season. But the rest of the season, it's kind of enjoyable. We're going to the bowl game. So I say stay. Yeah. I'm kind of going back and forth. <laughs> I think he, he kind of pissed me off just uh, how he went after that journalist. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a legit question. You know, seven year you're losing seven years in a row of the Huskies is kind of inexcusable, I think. Right. Just, and he seems to bring up the top 10 recruiting. But, and then the the guy from the spokesman review asked, well, does that mean you're not supposed to be top 10 teams? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the Cougars, uh, yeah, I'd, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd say stay because they've they've had so a lot of success over the last, ever since he's been here. He's obviously a good coach, but uh, there's something in his head when he goes against Huskies. Or, so, I don't know, yeah. The only caveat I would have, if Leach does go, I'm mm-hmm. cool with it as long as Wazoo brings in yep. Bo Baldwin. I knew you were going to say Central that. Washington University alum. Yep. Former 
offensive coordinator, former head coach, former quarterback, mm-hmm. now with the Cal Bears as their offensive coordinator. If Leach is going to go, give Bo Baldwin a look. I love it. I hope that happens too. All right. Would you rather hockey or NBA? Pro hockey? NBA. Whoa. I like the uniqueness of hockey, but I've uh, paid more attention to basketball these last this season, this yeah. new season, and the than last year. So I'm going to say NBA hockey, hundred percent. Wow, for me, I can't wait for the Seattle team to get here. I'm going to buy the jersey as soon as it comes for sale. Okay, um, wait. Well, why? I've, why? I don't like the NBA. I love the oh. NBA back when the Sonics were good and like Michael Jordan era, and back when we had the Sonics. We had the Sonics, and, and basketball is competitive. And I don't see an NBA game being. Uh, I'd rather watch college basketball. Hockey's fun. Like, I'll take college basketball any day over yeah. NBA, but yeah. They beat the crap out of each other in hockey. It's kind of fun to watch that. Yeah. But uh, Mariners, should they, I mean, I believe the winter meetings should be any moment now. Should they make more moves or should they stay put and just keep as they are? This one, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, if they stay put with what we have, do we have enough talent to ride that out? Um it seems like we're always missing like one more big bat or one more big arm. So I'm going to say you got to make moves because every other team is going to make moves. Mm-hmm. So you've got to, you can't sit on the sidelines. All right. You can't sit on the base, base bats. There we go. All right. All right. I don't think they're really trying to, I don't know. I mean, are they really pushing to make the playoffs here this year? They're trying to kind of rebuild. So yeah. I'd say go for, yeah, try to get young talent still. Try to get I don't prospect. think it's trying to. I don't think it's worth trying to get Garrett Cole or something like. Yeah. Did he sign? Not yet. But that'll be the Yankees. I I'm with you. I don't think you know we've made this big push to uh, not. You know this this it's a rebuild. They call it a step back. It's a rebuild, and yep. they're hoping it happens quicker. Uh, I get hopefully you know if the team does take off and they win earlier, maybe we can go get some guys for the trade deadline. Right. Okay, buy or sell? Would you buy it or use it? Have no use for it, and I'm selling this idea. Uh, I saw the free agent market. Mariners ex pitcher Tylon Walker went to Arizona as a free agent. Should they try to sign him? Bye, bye. Yeah, Tylon Walker. We just need the arm. Yeah. Buy it. Yeah, I'm saying bye because of good. he. Uh, He's old. He used to be a prospect for us, and might yes. as well see half a couple successes. Yes. Or is it going to be another Felix who comes back and has it? Just doesn't. I don't know. Are you buying or selling the Hawks making the Super Bowl? <coughs> Buy. Buy. I'm cautiously buying. Yes. I know we got to get by 49ers and the Saints um, and Minnesota, even though we beat them more clearly. They're clearly a quality team, but cautious buy. Right. Uh, <laughs> Husky fans won't appreciate this question. Is Jimmy Lake, will he succeed or is he going to run the program into the ground? He'll succeed. I think you, you think so? You're yeah. buying that one? Uh, everything right now that's being written about him, he's the flavor of the month. So mm-hmm. everything is, is, you know, he's the new messiah, right? I guess you could say of the Montlake. So I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to let uh, this. Um, You're just you going to put it back on the shelf. What's that? You're just going to put it on the shelf. I'm going to put it on the shelf. <laughs> I'm going to wait for it to go on sale a little bit more before I decide to buy or sell. Absolutely. I. Uh, it's hard to see a, a coordinator become head coach, run his mouth like he did after the Apple Cup last year, but he wasn't false to what he said. Uh, the thing that he has going for him is he's studied under Chris Peterson, who's a class act, and has done it right everywhere he's been. And <clears throat> maybe his personality will be good for Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, I'm not going to answer that one. <coughs> the most important one, and I'm very strong on this thing. This is a very serious question. Open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I was by on Christmas Day. Um, my wife got our daughters into a tradition of new pajamas on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing we open on Christmas Eve. But I'm a Christmas Day guy. I still get up early. I'm kind of bouncing off the walls because I'm excited, even though I'm uh, 2942, 2942, <laughs> uh, I still get excited. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a Christmas Day for sure. But uh, Willis family opens on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah. It's been weird. Yeah. I mean, it actually makes it easy for, uh, you know, where I go on Christmas. I just kind of spend Christmas that. Eve with them. And then she comes Christmas, you know, most, you know, after you know, most of the day with with us, our family on uh, my family on Christmas, uh, Christmas Day. But yeah, it's like a tradition they've always done. And they open like one big present on Christmas morning. Like that's Santa's gift. Right. So, but the, the parents and kids exchanges on Christmas Eve night. So you're saying logistically the way your family and your in-laws have it works for you. It works. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I mean, I'm there on Christmas Eve and then or with my family. Yeah. I awesome. like that. I just want to point out, there's no by us trying to tell people how to live their lives. Exactly. <laughs> this is just our personal opinions. Everybody has their own. There's no right or wrong here. Um, Christmas Day. I've, I don't know why. I've always been. I'm um, Christmas Day. <laughs> I get someone on Christmas Eve. It's only because I'm at my in-laws. Like you said, it's an interesting dynamic. So guys, this has been a fun episode, a fun episode 12. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, share with some friends, get the word out there, try to get more listens. And and don't like John said earlier, please feel free to interact with us on social media. That's right. If you are a Christmas Eve or a Christmas day kind of uh, family, let us know. We want to know these things. That's right. We're going to block you. On social media. That's right. Now for Christmas Day. Angry Phoebe over here. Except <laughs> That's right. That uh, that right there, uh, that was a uh, path that I didn't know we were going to go down to. You're welcome. Country, You're so. welcome. It's all about, hey, baseball players are known to have fun. We spend long days at the park. All right. Well, that wraps things up. Uh, look forward to <coughs> Thursday morning release of our PRCA NFR episode. We're so pumped about that. Uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Fitters Furniture. Go down, check them out. Like we said, look for an elf on the shelf or a, a nut, nutcracker, 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 nutcracker yeah. and uh, get yourself a gift card. With that, signing off. Have a good week. Take care, folks.